0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom and wait. (sighs) And I did it. That time I got the whole thing out. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. Uh, glad to be with you. I'm running a little bit late today because uh, I had to get my wife off to the airport. We are both doing some traveling, but she left a little earlier than I did so I could stay here and be with you. And I'm going to be flying to my destination later. Uh, but so I, that kind of threw me off and threw a couple of things off this morning that I didn't, didn't manage to get, uh, done that I expected to get done before I came on the air, but that's okay. Uh, this program is important folks. It is extremely important because I love this country and I want to be on here talking about the issues that matter, the issues that, that really are going to help save our country. Okay. So I want to talk to you today about, uh, well, actually, first, let me mention my book. Oh, and by the way, by the way, yes, let me mention this. Well, uh, I'm, 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 uh, what, what's the word? Um, well, at any rate, um, I, I am just kind of free floating right now. So let me, let me. Let me get myself settled here because I had to rush to get in here. so let me let me get let me get on on track. First of all, Merry Christmas everybody and have a wonderful new year of course, actually, I'm going to be off for a while. I'm going to be off for a while. So this is the last live program um, you will hear from me until um, actually until after the first of the year. Yeah the last live program what is today the 22nd we got 11 more days left but I'm going to be going away uh, this this weekend and um, heading to, to visit family uh, for the Christmas holidays don't usually do that usually sticking around I'm sure some of you are too and by, by the way while well, the some of this weather is going to be bad so depending on where you're traveling pray for your safety and and that all will go well as you try to get to your destination so I'm going to be doing that Um, I will be on live uh, on American Family Radio again today, and then I I will be back live with American Family Radio doing the program remotely um, Tuesday through Friday of next week, so so I will be on live with that program, uh, but I will not be on live with uh, E.W. Jackson for America. So Uh, So let me get to one point, one thing at a time. One is, I have courtesy copies, complimentary copies of my new book, E.W. Jackson, Sweet Land of Liberty, Reflections of a Patriot Descended from Slaves. By the way, folks, may I just say this because it's important that you know this. You probably know it already, and maybe I've said it without making it explicit. I wrote every word of that book. That's not a ghostwriter product that somebody else wrote for me. That's not something somebody sat down and interviewed me and then took it and turned it into a book. I wrote every word, hours upon hours. And I don't even want to tell you how many years it took me to write the thing, but that's, that is, a, this, this book, this book is a labor of love And by the way, when you read this book, you are going to get to know me because you're going to read things about me in this book that you've never heard me talk about. Uh, And you're certainly going to get my thoughts in this book about things. I don't really talk about very much. So uh, as I said yesterday, I'm offering this book to my Patriot partners as a free gift personally signed to you personally signed to you and numbered for those who sign up as Patriot Partners for a minimum monthly contribution of $50 a month. Uh, I'll also sign you up as a Patriot Partner and send you the book for a one-time gift of $500, a one-time gift of $500 with a commitment to doing that every year. What I'm trying to do, folks, is create a really stable platform and financial base for Stan. So it's not just dependent upon episodic, large donations, but upon grassroots. We've got 238 Patriot partners. I want 250 before the end of December. Will you be one of those 12? Uh, And you will get a personally signed copy of this book numbered. So you will know exactly which one it is. The book is not yet in the market. It's not yet been released. Okay. So you will be getting one of my copies as an author, as the author of the book now. Uh, so, so that's the Patriot partner program we've got going, by the way, you can sign up for a Patriot partner at any level. You don't need to give $50 a month. I'm just, we're just offering this as an incentive for the person who's going to give the $50 a month Patriot partner or give the one time gift of $500. I'm just offering that as an incentive, but you can sign up for $5 a month. $10 a month. We have another um, gift. If you sign up for any amount, we'll give you a T-shirt uh, that says Stand for Merry Christmas on it. Or you can choose something else if you like. And if you give $25, a minimum of $25 a month, we'll give you a free sweatshirt that can. will have Stand for Merry Christmas or whatever you want on it. Okay. now, once the Christmas season is over, you'll probably want another message on it. We've got about 40 or 50 products in our stand store that you can choose from. You can say, I want to be a Patriot partner. I want this particular T-shirt or sweatshirt. So for any amount of less than 25 bucks, you'll get the T-shirt for $50 uh, for $25 or more. You'll get the sweatshirt. And for $50 or more, you'll get a free signed numbered copy of my book. Okay, I wanted to get that out of the way, number one. Number two, uh, You, we, the book is now available for pre-order, for pre-order. If you say, well, Bishop Jackson, I'm not in a position to sign up for a Patriot Partner on a monthly basis and whatever. But I do want a copy of the book. I want to buy the book. You can get the book. Now, the book retails for $29. If you buy it from Amazon, you buy it from um, Books A Million, you buy it from Barnes & Noble, you buy it from any other bookstore, you're going to pay the $29 retail. We will give you a discount if you go to my publisher's website. Or my publisher's website. And my publisher is, I just want to give you the exact uh, website name, so there's no mistake. My publisher's website is Faithfultext.com, faithfultext.com, just like it sounds. F A, in Frank, A I T H, Epheson Frank U L, and then text T E X T dot com, faithfultext.com. If you just want a copy of the book and you want to pre-order, now you're not going to get the book until after January the 18th. If you sign up as a Patriot Partner you're going to get one of my copies as an author. If you sign up uh, through fatefultext.com, you'll get a discounted price. I think it's 15% off. But you won't get the book until after the 18th of January because that's when the book officially launches. What I'm showing you right now are authors' copies. I am the only one who has them, okay? None of the stores have them yet. They won't have them until January the 18th. So I wanted to get that out of the way. I had two different points I wanted to make there. Uh, but listen, folks, I really believe that this book could be groundbreaking. I really do, because it deals with all of this critical race theory and 1619 project and all this racial nonsense. That's why, that's why I believe God gave me this title, Sweet Land of Liberty, Reflections of a Patriot Descended from Slaves. OK, all this stuff about slavery and reparations. Well, I am a descendant of slaves. I don't agree with any of that. I think we hit, we all hit the lottery when we were born Americans. I mean, we all blessed beyond measure for the opportunities that we get that are the envy of the world. Well, I spend 365 pages explaining that in this book and dealing with a number of different policy issues and so forth. So. So, once again, Sweet Land of Liberty, Reflections of a Patriot, Descendant, as you can see, it's a substantial book. And it's a hardcover book, okay? So that's, that's what you, you're not bound a paperback. This is a hardcover book. So, I want to thank, man, my publishers have been just great people to work with. Fidelis Publishing, Fidelis Publishing, by the way, is owned in part by Oliver North. So, great, great group of people, um, Gary Tereshita. Uh, is his partner, and uh, they really do a wonderful job and publish some great books. My friend, General Jay Boykin, all of his books are published by them, so I'm honored to be in that company. Uh, Okay. I want to do something I've never done before. Um, We have talked a lot about problems, and I've talked to some extent about solutions or policy prescriptions like for immigration, for example, I've said that the policy we need to implement for immigration is zero tolerance. If you come into our country illegally, you will never be an American citizen ever, not in your lifetime. You will never be an American citizen. Okay. If you come into our country illegally, you will never be an American citizen. And we will you All of your life, you will be subject to deportation. There will never be any amnesty. You, and, and so you start hunting people down for deportation. You have a zero-tolerance policy that excludes you from citizenship if you come into our country illegally. And that, that's going to create two things. Number one, people are going to stop coming because it's too much of a hassle. They're going to stop trying to get in illegally. It won't completely, it won't zero it out, but I'll tell you what, it will reduce it. And number two, a lot of people are going to self-deport because they're going to know we're hunting them down. We're hunting for them. We're looking for them. We're looking to get them out of our country. Now, that may seem harsh, but folks, this this is a situation of crisis proportions. And while I have the utmost sympathy for people who want to come to our country, my goodness, I just said we hit the lottery when we were born Americans. Praise God. I'm so thankful for that every day. And I understand people wanted to come here, but you've got to come the right way. And if you come in a way that disregards our laws and our sovereignty, you don't deserve to be an American citizen and you would never be one. That, I've talked about that. that. That would be my policy. But I haven't talked a lot about other things in terms of solutions. And I do have a vision and a set of solutions for some of the problems that we are facing right now. And so this morning in light of a decision by Connecticut court to say that any man who declares himself to be a woman must be allowed to play on women's teams, to compete in women's sports, to use women's locker rooms. Now we're talking about somebody who still has all of the physiology of a man but he's supposed to now be a woman because he says so. I mean, this stuff is just utterly preposterous, folks. It is, you know, you know I, I, I thought of this analogy this morning. It is like, it is like a sane, a perfectly sane, rational human being waking up in an insane asylum and having everybody say to you, wow, do you see all those beautiful pink elephants dancing around the room? And you start saying there are no pink elephants dancing around the room. And everybody in the asylum points to you and says, what kind of nutcase are you that you don't see the pink elephants dancing around the room? Well, we all see them. How, why don't you see it? And what you're thinking is, how did I end up in this insane institution? That's what it feels like when you see intelligent, well-educated people forcing on women who are going to be averaging 110, 120, 130 pounds in most cases uh, in playing these sports teams. And they're supposed to accept men who, whose average weight, I think the average weight of a man is about 50 pounds more than the average weight of a woman, and he's several inches taller. It's like this idiot, William Thompson, Thomas, William Thomas, I guess his name is, the guy who calls himself Leah, who was swimming in the, the Olympics, and he's standing up taking these awards at 215 pounds and six foot two, and all these little women standing beside him at five foot two and five foot three and 120 and 130 pounds. And we're supposed to be all excited about, oh, wow, he's such a great swimmer when he was number 462. I think it was 462, but it was way up there. I mean, he he wasn't even a top-ranked swimmer when he was swimming among men. Now, all of a sudden, he's number one among women because he's not a woman. In light of that, I wanna share something with you that I wrote a long time ago. Um, I just haven't shared it with anyone. Uh, So I'm gonna share it with you. And and, and what it is, frankly, is a constitutional amendment uh, that would define gender as a union between one man and one woman full stop. End of discussion. Full stop. End of discussion. Uh, now let me just find that constitutional amendment because believe it or not, I've drafted more than one. Um, Well, you know what? I'm going to share with you because I got a couple of them, so I'm going to share them. I'm going to share them all with you. Uh, a couple of them. It's just not all, but, but a couple of them with you. Uh, since I mentioned uh, illegal immigration, let me share with you a constitutional amendment that I believe we need to implement for purposes of illegal of illegal immigration. Here it is. Are you ready? Any child of an American citizen born anywhere in the world shall be an American citizen. Any child of an American citizen born anywhere in the world shall be an American citizen. No person born in any state, territory, or district of Columbia of the United States of America shall be an American citizen by birth unless at least one, biological parent of such child is an American citizen. You know what that does? It ends anchor babies. You no longer are an American citizen because China sent your mother over here to have a baby so that they could take the person back to China and indoctrinate them and turn them into a super spy and then send them back with with privileges of citizenship because they happen to be born in the United States of America. That's a a travesty that's got to stop. And this whole anchor baby industry has got to stop. That's not what I was planning to talk to you about though. So let's come back to, uh, wow, do I, am I missing something here? I might be, but anyway, let me, let me read the one on marriage. Okay, let me re- share with you the one on marriage. And this, maybe this one has got. No, this one not, does not have the gender um, one in it, but I think, I think I know where I'll find that. But here's one about marriage, because I think we've got to put, we've got to have a constitutional amendment. Now, I don't know whether it's politically possible now, but I really believe that we're at a point where we need to go to the American people and at least try to see if we can have a constitutional amendment that defines marriage as a union between one man and one woman. If we don't, the madness is never going to stop. All of this transgender stuff, all this stuff, that's, that's where it starts. It starts with the Supreme court legalizing same sex marriage and then coming along and adding that the, um, the 1964 civil rights act reference to sex includes gender identity. Thank you, Gorsuch. Big, bad, bad, bad move. By the way, folks, let me add this little commentary and then I'll share with you this amendment I'll try to find the one that I set out to to share with you. When, when this Connecticut, uh, federal district court made the decision to allow men to play on women's sports, that was not a legal decision. That was a cultural decision. And what has happened is judges have decided that they know best what the American culture should look like and they are making decisions that are not simply altering the landscape of American law, but are altering American culture. They basically sided with the left, I don't care what they call themselves. When Gorsuch said that the word sex in the 1964 Civil Rights Act includes gender identity, he was making not a legal decision but a cultural decision because everybody knows when that was written. Nobody even knew what, it, there was no such thing as gender identity so it couldn't possibly have admit that. But people have been pushing for the culture to change to allow it to mean that and now Gorsuch has gotten on and helped them push that train. It's wrong, it's constitutionally wrong, it's morally wrong, it's culturally wrong for these philosopher Kings to decide, well, I see which way things are going and I'm going to push them, push them along that way. That's up to the American people. Our culture, the American, the culture of our country is shaped by us. Judges don't have a right to step in and use their position as judges to alter the culture of the country and fundamentally transform the culture of the country because that's what they are doing. Uh, Here's the one on marriage. It says, under the laws and constitution of the United States, this is my proposed constitutional amendment, under the laws and constitution of the United States and its various municipal and state governments, marriage shall be defined as a union between one man and one woman, whether performed by a civil magistrate or religious representative. Any Supreme Court decision, this is Obergefell, any Supreme Court decision purporting to legalize same-sex unions or other relations as marriages, is hereby rendered null and void and all such relations entered into under the authority of any such ruling shall be deemed civil unions or private contractual relations under the laws of the United States. Unions entered into in a foreign country between two persons of the same gender or multiple persons of the same or different genders deemed to be marriages under the laws of the country where such union is entered into shall not be recognized as a marriage under the laws of the United States. End of discussion. See, because that shuts up the Supreme court as well as all of these crazy activists in the insane asylum who are trying to tell us that there's no such thing as a man or woman and gender is not fixed. Now, um, Let me see if I can, I, I hope I can find that, because um, that's the one I really wanted to share with you, the uh, the constitutional amendment that I've written um, that defines Actually, you know what? I don't have that one. But, but here's another one, since we're talking about solutions, I've still got five minutes. Man, I thought I, I thought, I thought I had that. I know I've got it, but here's another one anyway, anyway, which I, which I propose. This can be the constitutional amendment. um, Oh, In fact, since I'm on it, let me just share with you a few of these because I think these solve some of our problems. Here's my personhood amendment. For purposes of equal protection under the laws and all other applicable legal rights in the United States of America, personhood shall be recognized from the moment of conception. Simple, straightforward end of discussion. So that that child has a constitutional right to live and nobody has a constitutional right to just willy-nilly take that child's life as a matter of convenience. Wow, wouldn't it be great to have that? Um, Here's another one. This This could be a federal law or it could be a constitutional amendment. I'm leaning toward this being a federal law right now. But this is absolutely necessary. No person shall be denied employment, fired from employment, denied a business license, or authority to continue operating a business or nonprofit organization, or suffer any other regulatory penalty or civil action because of religious belief or practices, including but not limited to refusing to aid assist or participate in any activity or provide any service or creative product for a same sex marriage or other ceremony because such person's religious belief is that marriage is a union between one man and one woman or that there are only two genders, male and female. See that would put an end to all these lawsuits all these efforts to try to force um, Americans to go along with this craziness and to to participate in this stuff. Christians who really believe what the Bible says, that homosexuality is an abomination before God, that it is a, a particularly egregious sin before God. It is a sin against nature and a sin against God's moral law as well. It's a sin against nature because God didn't make a man to be with another man or a woman to be with another woman sexually. It's a sin against nature. It's a sin against God's moral law because sex is for marriage and two men and two women cannot be married. No group of people can be married. But we who believe this, which is what people have believed for the last, for all of human history, suddenly we're extremists for believing what is common sense. Because we know that if everybody practices what the homosexual community wants us to practice, without the aid of science, without the aid of, of some kind of artificial process, the species would die out. It would be the end of us. Now, I have one on, on gender, uh, but I have, And that's the one that prompted me to to talk to you about this stuff, but I have not not found it. I've got it here somewhere, and eventually I will locate it. And when I do, I will come back and share it with you uh, because I know I've got it somewhere. I just, for, for whatever reason, I lost track of that one. But we need a constitutional amendment that defines gender as either male or female based upon the Y chromosome and based upon physiology and biology, and that if you have the Y chromosome, you have the you have the if you have the Y chromosome, you have the genitalia of a male, and you have testosterone coursing through your body at male levels. You have one or all of those. You are a male. Period. Now people can still be free to call themselves whatever they want. What they would not be free to do is to sue and get courts and get institutions to go along with that insanity for fear of facing civil penalties. That's what they would not be able to do. And that's what we need because otherwise this stuff is going to continue to spin completely out of control. You know, we might need a constitutional amendment that also says you may not sexually exploit, that children have constitutional protection against sexual exploitation and the sexual education that tends to groom them with matters that are not appropriate for their age. Now, that's a tough constitutional amendment to come up with because that I haven't tackled. But we've got to have maybe a federal law, but we got to have something that protects these kids. Well, look, that's going to do it. God bless each and every one of you. I tell you, I have enjoyed this year. You know, I've done this for two years now. Started it out, I can't remember what the name, I think I started out calling it Wisdom Awakening, but started out two years ago doing the Book of Proverbs. Um, by the way, folks, just so you know, please be sure to, if you ever go to Facebook and I'm not there, be sure to go to standamerica.us or go to EWJackson4America.com uh, you will find me there because Facebook is definitely shadow banning me. I know that. And you say, how, why well, do you know? Because we have not gotten a, to my knowledge, we have not gotten a single additional follower in a year. And I, that's, to me, that's mathematically impossible. That's just mathematically impossible because my account grew steadily and regularly with some spikes but grew steadily and regularly for years. And now it suddenly stopped growing. It's frozen at, at, at the same level. So I know the Facebook people because they're a bunch of totalitarianists and tyrants and censors and they don't agree with what I have to say. They don't love America. Yeah, you know, I don't even think that Mark Zuckerberg thinks of himself as American. I think he, I think he thinks of himself as a, as, a, as a citizen of the world. A lot of these big tech people are like that. They think they're bigger than the country. You know, they're, they're bigger than all of that. They, they have, they have much grander vision. They're morally superior. They're a bunch of fools is what they are. Mark Zuckerberg is this straight up fool. Sad. I love him. He needs to be saved. I, I really mean that with all my heart. He needs to be saved. He needs to, he needs to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and at least to acknowledge the truth of the word of God. He needs to, to stop trying to be a God. See, I think these people make enough money and they start thinking of themselves as gods and they don't realize you can have a gift for making money and otherwise just be as stupid as a rock. And that's what most of them are. They're gifted at making money. the certain way that they've developed for making it. But when it comes to the matters of life, they're just the fool has said in his heart, there is no God and most of them don't believe in God. Most of them are atheists or agnostics. The Bible calls them fools. They're rich fools, but they're still fools. So that's why we created EWJacksonForAmerica.com. And that's why we created, I mean, that's why we use StandAmerica.us to broadcast. And of course, we're on uh, the Gospel Truth, we're on Gospel Truth TV, Andrew Womack's ministry, and we're on uh, Christian Television Network. Uh, But that's why we're on these various venues, and we're going to continue to expand them because we just don't trust big tech media. I mean, I haven't gone on TikTok. I've been tempted to do it, but I haven't because I feel like I'd be a hypocrite because I really believe that TikTok is an infiltration by communist China. And I'm not the only one who thinks that. Obviously, many in Congress believe that too. And I don't want to participate in helping them to become strengthened or and also sharing my data with them. So, we, we, this, this stuff is serious. We are, we are looking at communist, Marxist, socialist, tyrannical, totalitarian ideas that want to su- suppress free speech and people that want to suppress free speech. And, and, and that in itself is a fundamental change in our nation. And these people have got to be stopped, not violently. They've got to be stopped at the ballot box. They've got to be stopped at the, on the debate floor. They've got to be stopped as we Americans unify across all racial and cultural lines to uphold your christian values and principles, constitutional governance, limited and enumerated powers and individual liberty, not collectivist imposition of a point of view that you must say, you must think, you must speak, you must act this way, or we are going to punish you with the loss of your job, the loss of your business, the loss of your reputation. That's not America, folks. That's North Korea. The only thing I didn't include that would happen in North Korea is the loss of your life. But with some of these people running around, I wouldn't be surprised if that, that's not on the table for many of them. Every time you hear me talk about these issues, you hear me say, I am categorically opposed to violence. Nobody should ever do violence in my name and say, well, Bishop Jackson said because Bishop Jackson didn't say. I'm a Christian. I love people. I hate bad ideas, I hate evil and wicked ideas, but I love people, I'm not interested in hurting anybody, I'm not interested in shooting anybody, stabbing anybody, harming anybody in any way. It is the left that has unleashed this violence on our culture, by the way, with all this hatred of police and the police need to be dismantled and the police need to be defunded, police are racist and they're hunting down black men, all these lies that they've told, and what have they unleashed? They've unleashed hell in our country. You know, the Bible says the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. That's what will happen to America if you and I don't do something about it. Okay, so I just shared with you a couple of of thoughts about solutions. And I think the the, constitutional amendment that defines how citizenship happens uh, in terms of, of birth citizenship constitutional amendment that defines marriage as union between one man and one woman and a constitutional amendment that defines gender as male and female would put all a lot of this mess we're in to rest. The only question is, do we have the political wherewithal to do it? I know there's lots of people out there who would support it. The question is, would there be enough? Because I think we need, uh, I think it's two thirds of the states. I have to check my constitutional procedure for a- amending the Constitution, uh, or two-thirds of Congress, and it's got to be ratified, I think, by two-thirds of the states. But look, you know, i got to think about this. You know, we passed Prohibition. Of course, it's a very different time now, but we actually got a constitutional amendment for Prohibition, which was a, a stupid thing, which we had to now undo. I mean, we, <laughs> now we, we had to undo within a short time because all we did was empower the Al Capones of the world. But these aren't, the constitutional amendments I'm proposing aren't creating a problem. They're solving a problem because the problem's already here. And the problem is that our country is an upheaval in division and uh, division and, and all kinds of, of legal anarchy because the left is trying to fundamentally alter the culture. And anybody who doesn't go along is being punished and people are simply not going to put up with it. In fact, if we don't do something like what I'm proposing and they and the left keeps pushing sooner or later, there will be violence. I don't want it. I'm not calling for it. I'm opposing it. But I'm simply saying you can only mess with people so long. You can only mess with people's children so long without somebody saying, Oh, no, you will not. Those are my children and you're not going to do whatever you want to do. And then lecture me about how it's none of my business. Cause you know so much better than I do. I mean that that's that's wicked. It's evil. And we don't we don't resist evil with evil. We resist evil with good. But nevertheless, that's wicked and evil. And some people who don't know what I just told you about resisting evil with good, wickedness with good, they're gonna to turn to something else. And maybe that's what the left wants. So they can say, see, see these far right-wing crazies, see how crazy they are. They keep pulling further and further, they keep making the insane asylum more and more insane, and those of us who are still sane, when we say, no, 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 there are no pink elephants dancing around the room, they say, you know what, you say that one more time, we're going to kick you out of your job, we're going to destroy your business, we're going to destroy your reputation, we're going to label you as a bigot and a hater and an anti-pink elephanter. You get my point. All right, I've gone on long enough. I, you know, I don't. I guess I don't want to quit because I know I won't be back for a while. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers, and uh, and just keep doing it, okay? Keep doing it. Stand up. Step up. Speak up. Refuse to back up. Because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit. Because we are on God's side. <laughs> back.